Welcome to Burgess Power Hour, and tonight, today is all about mastery is the measure of being in the flow, and we're going to flow tonight, we're going to find out what mastery is for you, and how we're going to play in this world, because you are joining me in this beautiful, conscious living that we're doing, okay? You're joining me in this... Wow, in this phone call, how strange that their phone's ringing. That's very odd. Okay, um, how can that be? Because I have so so many lines here. I'm just so happy that you guys could join me tonight. And what we're going to do is, uh, I won't mute you. If you can mute yourself, that'd be great. You can mute yourself, star six. Or if you've got a cell phone, of course, you can mute yourself. But if you want to say something, as you know, for those of you who have played with me for a long time, I prefer you to um, to play along and to speak and to say what you're thinking. So we do experiential. So if you have background noise, please mute yourself. If you don't, I'm just going to mute everybody. So do us all a favor and mute yourself if you've got, if you're breathing heavy, I hear you. Okay, so here's the thing. If you want to talk again, all you have to do is hit star six, okay? So there will be a time, uh, as usual, I always want to have you guys do something experiential so that you can get to the root or maybe get some ahas, get some insights, and also give you some tools that you can use on being masters. And the reason I chose mastery as a measure of being in the flow for to this month is because I'm getting ready and prepared for our mastery class coming up in November. I only do that every two years. So we're booked full solid. So it's awesome. And we're going to have a great time. So I look forward to playing with all of you who are coming. And those of you who want to come next time, come on. <laughs> So, but it's got to wait two years, but that's okay. Um, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. So, uh, what I'd like to do, I'm going to also um, ask you to get a pen or paper so that you can write down a couple things during our experiential part so that you can kind of dig around in that subconscious and find out maybe some blocks or some things that might be keeping you from exactly what you want as you are joining us as conscious leaders creating this global movement with me, okay, of conscious leaders, okay, empowering others, creating a win-win world. So here we go. Uh, First of all, let me give you a definition of mastery. And this is what I also go over with um, when we get to Mastery in November, uh, when I do my, it's a five-day retreat for our advanced, advanced, advanced classes. And... Mastery that we're going to share up there, I'm going to share with you now. So that's okay. Those of you who aren't going to join us this time, I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek in what we talk about about being a master. So mastery, one definition could be, is being in one's career and consciousness growth. Okay? Mastery in in either your career or being in just a growth spurt simply requires that we constantly produce results beyond and out of the ordinary. So mastery is a product of consistently going beyond our limits. So for most people, it starts with some kind of excellence in a chosen field, and it is a commitment to that excellence. 
So if you're not committed, okay, to being excellent and whatever you choose to do in whatever field, whether it's just being a mom or dad or, or if it's just being a nuclear physicist or if it's just being a business owner of thousands, it doesn't really matter. It's basically saying I choose to be excellent and I'm committed to being excellent in this field. So if you're willing to commit yourself to that, to surround yourself with things that represent excellence, miracles and those types of things that you create will change your life and your life will change because of it so it's remarkable right how much mediocrity a lot of times we live with we just settle so sometimes we surround ourselves with daily reminders that the average is acceptable so some people believe that our world suffers from terminal normality so take a moment and assess all the things around you that promote you from um, really your being average it promotes you being average just look around your life and your business or your careers or your relationships or your house your family who and what kind of things help they just promote you being average so I'm going to go ahead and mute you because there's too much uh, background noise so I'll be right back so everybody can unmute yourself if you hit star six by the way you can unmute yourself and you'll I will be able to hear you but right now I've got everybody muted okay but if you want to say something and certainly when we start doing our little experiential thing uh, just hit star six and you'll come back in and I can hear you okay so did you take a moment to assess all the things and all the people around you that kind of uh, promote you being average. So these are the things that keep you powerless to go beyond a limit. And this, these limits we arbitrarily set for ourselves. We say to ourselves, maybe I can't, or I shouldn't, or I won't. So if you find yourself saying those things, I can't, I shouldn't, or I won't, then you're setting arbitrarily setting limits for yourself. And so the first step to mastery is the removal of everything in your environment that represents that mediocrity, removing those things that are limiting. A lot of people use physicalness as limiting. I'm too big, I'm too small, I'm hurting, I've only, you know, I've got a new hip, I'm sick. Some people use money. I don't have enough money. It limits me. can't do what I want to do. Some people use um, just, you know, being a couch potato because they don't have a relationship. They'd rather just not, it's too much effort. It takes a lot of effort to maintain a relationship or have one. You mean I have to actually do something and go out of the house? So just kind of look around in your environment. If we remove those things that are limiting, okay, then perhaps we can step out of that mediocrity. So one way, one way to do this is to surround yourself with friends or people or coworkers or teachers who ask more of you than you do. I mean, didn't some of our best teachers and coaches, parents or otherwise, didn't they? Some of them really, really ask us to do more than what we thought we could do. And that's certainly me for a lot of people. I ask you to do things that you may not think you can do. 
And so surround yourself with those types of people who ask more of you. And it's you can you don't have to be pushed, but sometimes nudges help. So another step on their way to becoming a master or having more masterful a more masterful life and being in the flow and letting things be easy is removing the resentment toward masters. A lot of people just you know they it's the keeping up with the Joneses or they they feel bad because they you know they see somebody on stage or they see somebody on TV or they see somebody in a book and they think I can't be that way. I really resent it. I should have done that. So develop some compassion for yourself so that you can be in the presence of masters and grow from that experience rather than comparing yourself and resenting people who have mastery. I mean, there's so many athletes in the world that have mastery. And people who juggle have mastery. People who can do math have mastery. You know, people who are great actors have mastery. People who create cars and invent things and create. There are a lot of masters. There's a lot of things you can master. So rather than comparing yourself and resenting those people who have that mastery, remain open and receptive. So let that experience that you're with, when you're with those types of people, be like the planting of a seed within you, that if you nourish it, it will grow into your own individual mastery. And something I always say in all my workshops, Essence of Being workshops and all the other programs that I do, I say, look... A master is, rather than condemning yourself for being ordinary, you're going to embrace it and use it as a foundation for building the extraordinary. So I'm going to say that again. Rather than condemning yourself for being ordinary or not having what you want or being where you want, embrace it and use it as a foundation for building the extraordinary. Rather than using it as an excuse Okay, for inactivity. The master will use it as a vehicle for correcting it, which is essential in the process of attaining mastery. So a lot of people feel guilty when they do something wrong. So a master truly, a real true master, just auto-corrects or self-corrects, just corrects without invalidating themselves. So think about how many times when you invalidate yourself or condemn yourself for making a mistake instead of just correcting it. So you must be able to correct yourself without invalidating or condemning yourself to accept results and improve upon them. So correct it, don't protect it. Don't use that as an excuse for being inactive or not going for it, whatever it is for you. Correction is essential to power and mastery. So, again, if you've made mistakes and you've gone for it, uh, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up for not being exactly where you want to be right now or you want more of what you want to have in your life. Because, of course, as I've said all along in these last 38 years I've been teaching this stuff, that guilt demands punishment. That if you start feeling guilty, you're going to self-sabotage yourself because it demands punishment. Or you're going to attract people to you to punish you. 
So don't condemn yourself. Don't invalidate yourself. Just correct it. It's called trim tabbing. That's what Buckminster Fuller, my hero, talked about. Trim tabbing is basically just correcting. It's a sailing term, but you're just basically going on course, off course, on course, off course. And you know when you're on course. You know when that is. Everything's in the flow. Everything just just happens, right? And there's no effort. It's it's easy. Everything just seems to fall right in right in your lap. And then you also know when you're off course, where things are hard and you have to push, and there's a lot of effort, and things don't work out. And sometimes you have really highs, highs, and really low lows. But if you keep correcting yourself, that gets you back in the flow. That gets you back in that flow. Don't If you hit some rocks along the way, just get back into the flow very quickly. Get back on course and realize that you are learning when you make those mistakes. That mistakes are learning experiences, and that is on your way toward mastery. And that's part of it. And I've said this on a lot of my calls and certainly in my workshops, that failure is part of the process. And if you... Try to avoid the failure, you could be avoiding success. So with this measurement of uh, being in the flow, that your mastery is a measurement of being in the flow, there are many, many stages of consciousness. So I'm just going to touch on four of them. That's a little uh, ladder you go up. Uh, First, you are what they call an unconscious incompetent. And what that means is you don't know what you don't know. You're underneath that rock. And I talk about this in the workshops all the time. You're underneath a rock. You don't know there's a rock there. You're unconscious and you're incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. Then, let's say something happens where you read a book or you come to a workshop or uh, you have some kind of self-awareness or an epiphany and all of a sudden you realize, I'm under a rock. Now, you climb out from underneath that rock and now you're conscious. You're conscious that you don't know. So that's called the conscious incompetent, meaning now I know what I don't know. So then you realize, I've been under a rock this whole time. Oh, my goodness. So I want to just keep going. So I prefer to not go under that rock again. Thank you. So now you start taking classes. You start reading. You become more self-aware. Uh, you have you do affirmations, you have all these tools that you're consciously and actively working on. So now you're becoming more and more competent. So you are called a conscious competent. That means you know what you know. And then the, the highest level, I think, of consciousness is called the unconscious competent. That's where, that's again, where you're in the flow. Things just happen. The Red Sea's part, right? You just kind of walk through life and everything happens magically. You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to do affirmations. You don't have to work at it. You just find yourself in the most magical experiences. And you unconsciously are creating it because you're competent. So it's an awareness. It's a discovery. And the cool part about this is that you can go up and down the scale, okay? 
once you it's not like uh, once you reach that reach that state you never go and back to being a conscious competent sometimes you can go back down but the one good thing about all this is that you never ever ever go back to that very beginning of the unconscious incompetent you never go really really back there because even if you try to climb under the rock even if you try to hide and even if you try to say none of this is real or whatever you say to yourself to soothe yourself in times of pain and fear you might go back under that rock but you're going to know the rock's there you're always going to know that rock's there so you're never really really an unconscious incompetent once you start this process and this journey so welcome all of you because clearly you wouldn't be on this call all right if you were not on your journey so i just welcome all of you in these stages of being in the flow and so many ask you know how do i stay in the flow well first of all there are different levels of learning okay different levels of moving through getting to that masterful level the first level of learning is you're a novice just think about when you go to school okay that's the beginner that's the very beginning and you get overloaded with all the rules and the new procedures and everything's new so you could be a novice at relationships okay but be an expert or master at business or vice versa so the novice though lacks autonomy the novice really needs support the novice needs to learn and be a teacher uh, needs a teacher to help and support but they get really overloaded with all the rules and all the new procedures so you are a brand new novice in something you start over or maybe you're already a novice in one thing you just haven't quite moved up that level of learning because the next step from being a novice and being in the flow is being an advanced beginner. So just kind of notice on this little chart that I'm telling you, these little steps. Notice where you are in your careers. And then notice where you are in your uh, love life or relationships. And notice where you are in your mission or your purpose or your vision of really making a difference in the world. So novice is the first level. The second level is advanced beginner. So an advanced beginner, you start gaining some autonomy. You start getting, oh, okay, it's cool. I know how to do this with a little practice, but you still need coaching. So you're, you kind of you have a little autonomy, and you can do it on your own, and you're practicing, and you still make mistakes, and that's okay, but you still need some coaching as you're moving up the ladder. The next level is competency being competent and that is somebody who can perform to minimum standards you you produce satisfactory results with autonomy so now you're on your own you don't need anybody to you know coach you necessarily to produce satisfactory results and you're performing at a minimum standard the next level of learning is being proficient. I love resumes because they all say, I'm proficient in Microsoft. Well, you can be proficient in a lot of things. You can be proficient in your careers or your health or your relationships. 
So proficiency means you exceed the standard with autonomy. You're doing it, you absolutely are doing it, and you're exceeding every standard. Your intuition plays a key role. So that kind of brings in a higher level of learning because now you're intuiting. You're letting go of all of the, quote, standardization rules. Now you're intuiting and you're exceeding standards because you're letting go of any limitations being proficient. And then the last level is being a master. You operate and you embody all the learning and the intuition. You're a spontaneous innovator. In other words, you don't have to even think about it. You just spontaneously innovate because you own that body of work or you own that masterful connection of intuition. Some people call them the mastery. You, you rewrite history in a field of work. But it's not about just work. It's about life. And the challenge here is this, to shift you from being a knower to a learner. And if you say, I know a lot, you could be pegging yourself and limiting yourself to saying, I know, I know that, I know that, I know that, I know, I know. And it limits you a little bit from learning because if you stop learning, you stop growing. If you stop growing, you stop creating. And if you stop creating, then you stop making a difference. So just notice and identify where you are on those levels. Are you a novice, an advanced beginner, a competent person, a proficient at something, or are you master? And guess what? Masters still are learning. They never stop learning. So turn your knowingness into learningness, even if that's a word. I don't know, but it sounded good may not be a word, but hey, we're doing new stuff here. So those are the different levels. So identify, where are you? And forgive yourself for being in kindergarten, you know? Some of you are still in kindergarten with making your millions of dollars or with uh, creating your vision in the world or having the perfect relationship and being in love or orbiting in love, as we call it, or... Just having great health. I mean, some of you are kindergartners still. And just forgive yourself for that. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay. All it means is that that's where you're at at the moment. And embrace it. Embrace it on your way towards being a master. And do not invalidate or condemn yourself for wherever you're at. So let's go and see. Maybe you can uh, go ahead and get out that piece of paper. And we're going to become masters of our life, our life force. Our life force is really the measurement of being in the flow. And by the way, before we do this little exercise, I want to just remind you that if you take responsibility, and those of you who have done the essence of being in any of my other classes, you know I'm just a, I, I, I mean, I... <laughs> I say this till I'm blue in the face, but take responsibility for your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. The minute you start blaming other people or shaming yourself or making excuses or justifying, you are giving your power away. 
and you are stuck and you're not able to move out of that and you become a victim of your own life. So having mastery of your life really is your ability to respond to your life. So responsibility is freedom. It is not heavy. It's not a heavy duty. I'm responsible for everybody. And many people feel like, oh, my God, I'm responsible for other people. I'm I'm responsible for their feelings. And I see that so much all around the world. I don't care who you are, how old you are, what your culture is, what your religion is, what sex you are. People have the same very similar need, which is they just want to be loved, they want to be accepted, and they want to know they make a difference. And so part of this freedom of saying to yourself, you know what, I am responsible for my thoughts, my beliefs, and my actions. Therefore, I choose. I choose to be the master of my life. And so if you blame other people or shame or justify or make excuses, again, that wastes time because nothing really changes. I call it below-the-line behavior. So above the line is being responsible because now you can change it. Now you can do something. You always are at choice with what you think, what you believe, and what you do, your actions. Now, I'll get off my little soapbox about that because it's such a big, big conversation, isn't it? So to be the master of our lives, um, you know, is really allowing ourselves to have that life force running through. It's that kundalini life force. And where do we block it? Where do we block the measure of being in the flow? Where, how do we block that? So I, I want you to, what I want you to do is rate yourself right now, one through ten. I want to give you some um, aspects of your life, and I want you to rate yourself one through ten. Meaning, 10 means I'm pretty blocked, meaning I'm not able to really be in the flow with that right now. I'm really, really blocked. Or 1 being absolutely I'm in the flow, it's happening, I'm totally allowing this. And by the way, allow is a great word, okay? I'm allowing it. And anywhere in between, maybe you're a 5. Just kind of rate yourself. Where are you blocking that life force in your life. So one through ten. One, I'm not blocking anything at all. It's it's perfect exactly the way I want it. And ten, I'm absolutely blocked. I don't know what to do. It doesn't seem like wherever I go, I feel shut down. So in the areas of, I want to just call, start calling out areas, okay? So in the areas of education or self-improvement, where are you? One through ten. Do you allow yourself to learn, to be educated, and to improve yourself? What are you doing about it? Okay. The next one, one through ten, spiritual. Where are you spiritually? Whatever that is for you. Are you in touch with that? 
and the next one is money. One through ten. Are you in the flow? Or are you kind of blocked? One through ten. And believe it or not, money is not the root of all evil. That's my belief. That's why I teach essence of abundance. Prosperity is our birthright so that we can support and help others as well as being a demonstration. Okay. Where are you blocked or are you in the flow in your business or job? Maybe some of you have a business and a job, so rate them separately. And the next one, one through ten, relationships. Um, Talking about love-type relationships. And the next one is family. Are you blocked or, or is everything smooth and easy in your family, your family of origin? Are you in the flow with them? And I know you might be in the flow with some of them and not all of them, but give me an, you know, just write yourself an average if you've got more than, you know, if you've got a big family. Are you allowing your life force to move through you when you're with family? What about your health? Here's another one. Where are you in your health? Are you blocked, which is 10? Are you kind of blocked, 5 or 1? You're absolutely allowing your life force to flow through you, and you love yourself enough to treat yourself well with your health. That includes exercise and food and that kind of stuff. And then what about your home environment? Where are you? What does your home look like where you live? Do you have a home? What kind of environment do you live in? And then communication. How well do you communicate? Are you blocked? Are you self-expressed? Are you do you tell your truth? Are you blocked a little bit or are you just totally expressive and share everything and somewhere in between? Do people hear you? Do you feel heard and accepted? And then the last one is, where are you in the flow with your community or the world, your purpose in the world, your outreach? 
with your purpose in the world? Are you blocked? Are you out there doing it in your community, your outreach? Are you playing out there? Are you a little blocked? Okay. So hopefully you rated yourself pretty well. And um, I'd love to speak with one or two of you really quick about what I want you to do is to see where was your biggest tens. You know, did you have any tens? And what was your highest block? Does anybody want to share anything? And you have to hit star six to come in and talk to me. Hi, Burge. Hello. This is Nicole. I'm in a situation actually right now where um, I put an application for a, a better living situation. Um, okay, but, I want you to uh, story. I want you to tell me your 10. What's, the, what's your biggest 10? Well, my my fear is that I'm going to stay where I am, stuck in a dangerous neighborhood, or else that I would be evicted because if I give my landlord notice but I don't um, get into this place, then I would be homeless. So I'm I'm vacillating between you know having hope and faith that it'll work, but. As life has shown me, sometimes things don't always seem to work out for the best. So I've been stuck in this rigmarole for about a week. Okay, well, first of all, stop saying that. And I know that you've had evidence, and I am assuming a lot of us have had evidence that things don't work out sometimes. But I wouldn't focus on that. So what you're saying is you're blocked in your flow of being a master, maybe at your home environment, of feeling safe and in your environment. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So with that, and with faith, having faith that everything okay. will work out for the best. So you need a faith lift, my friend. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So getting faith a faith lift. lift. I mean, that's what you're doing right now. You're getting empowered, yes. right? So it's all. Yes. Listen, if you again responsibility, if you you have choice over how you think, feel, and act. Okay, so your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions, you have a choice. So if you choose to say, I choose to be safe no matter where I go, I'm in a bubble of light, and all good things come to me in the perfect divine time, even if you don't believe it, start saying that. Start really just focusing on that and that, you know what, I am in a bubble of light, and I am safe. I'm safe no matter where I go. And I'm safe no matter where I live. And you know my story, um, some of you do, about, you know, I didn't have anywhere to go. I'd lost everything. And, you know, I had to depend on the kindness of strangers. No, I had to, I had a really, I had friends. I had a really awesome friend who let me stay with her. And, um, you know, I went until I could figure out where I was going to go and what I was going to do. And I had my two-and-a-half-year-old son. So, you know, I didn't feel, I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was, t- I felt I could have been a victim and I could have stayed there and stuck and wa- mm-hmm. just been in that space of victimhood for a long time. But you mm-hmm. have to surround yourself, my dear. I don't know why my phone keeps going. You have to surround yourself <laughs> with people of like mind. 
okay? Keep surrounding yourself with people in the healing forest, people that have, see the real you in case you forget, so they can be mirrors for you, so they can say to you, you are safe and you can do this and you are choosing this. And, and go ahead and shift your thought, your belief, and your action from that state of mind, okay, hon? So be mindful of what you say because the words you say have power. The thoughts you say have vibrations and power, and they create. You know that. Yeah, I've been praying. I just, Sometimes I feel like a scared little kid again. And I know, honey, I know. So you're doing well because you're still you're on this call and you have friends in, in the healing forest. And you're not, gonna, you're not alone. That's the other thing. You need the faith lift. You're not alone yeah. if you keep on that connection of your spiritual growth and knowing that yeah. you're always protected. And, do, and use your universe yeah. to-do list, okay, honey? So thank you for that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Is there anybody else? One more person I can talk to, and then I'm going to give you some tools. Hey, Burge. Yes. Hey, Burge. It's Hans. Hans, and who else do I have? Oh, Melissa from Miami. Hi, Melissa from Miami. So let's, what did you, let me do Melissa and then Hans, because I think Melissa was first. Really quick, what was your top ten? Mine was relationships. Okay, and so you feel blocked in that flow? Yeah, I, (coughs) sorry, I feel kind of blocked in the sense that I'm not allowing the right person to come into my life in some Why? Sense. I think it's mostly out of fear. Why? Um, just because I don't want to go through the same type of relationships that I've had in the past. Okay, so this is perfect, just like I was just saying to Nicole, and this just is true for most people. We all have had evidence, perhaps, that we've had, we've been hurt in the past and that we can't trust, and that perhaps whenever we open ourselves up to be vulnerable enough to allow another person into our space, we could get hurt. And we've had evidence of that, correct? Yes. Okay. So what happens is if you, if you keep looking for that same evidence, you're going to find it. So my suggestion is you choose any person that you've had a relationship with and you focus on that person and you focus on one thing that you appreciate about the person. Just one thing. Okay. And that law of appreciation, okay, that one thing, whenever you think of the person, or you can think of many people and you come up with all of these things that you appreciate and you focus on that appreciation and what will happen is one of two things. Either you will attract someone to you that rises to that level of appreciation because of the law of attraction. So you will attract someone to you that will be in that same vibration or the people that you have been with or are with, they will vibrate away. And you will hit or ping or your uh, antenna or your vibration that you're sending out appreciation is going to hit somewhere and received somewhere and it's going to come back to you because of, again, law of attraction. So either way, you get what you want. So my suggestion is find new evidence. Find new evidence. Be looking for and focusing on new evidence that there are trustworthy people in the world. And the other piece that I'm heading, getting from you uh, from an intuitive side is allowing yourself to feel intimate and vulnerable and allow people to see the real you. So loving you is the first step, honey, because 
Um, you know, if you're afraid to have someone come inside and see who you are, and if you don't feel absolutely in love with yourself, then the intimacy or the intimacy can be tough. It's okay. scary. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, perfect. So that would be my suggestion for anybody with any kind of uh, trust issue about relationships, okay? And uh, focus on that new evidence and appreciation. Thank you for sharing that, honey. You're welcome. So, Hans, what you got? What's in the 10? Well, I think my highest reading there was my business job career where for a long time in my career, uh, kind of two versions of my career, I've been in a leadership role where I'm managing with my hands tied behind my back okay. and not feeling autonomous. And that ties into one of my second highest ratings, which is community world purpose. And, um, you know, longing, really longing to be in a position where I have the autonomy to be creative and to serve my higher purpose in a, in a career that... Um, provides me the living that I need and I've been really struggling with that this year with my job right now because it is I'm in a leadership position but nothing that I gotcha yeah and you're not able to really fulfill your purposeful vision that you have or are you clear about what that is um I have been getting very clear recently, okay. <laughs> including <laughs> well, after the workshop. So. Uh, I think so, since you just went through essence of being. But seriously, clarity leads to power. And so a lot of times people come to me and they'll say, you know, I, I want to have purpose in the world, and I've lost my purpose in my business or my career. I feel, you know, like you said, my hand's tied behind my back. I don't feel like I'm adding value. And I'm just, I'm stuck in between these worlds of wanting to make a difference and allow the world to, you know, to really make, to really join us in that global movement of, you know, conscious leaders creating a win-win world. And so my my suggestion is this, that uh, there are sometimes, uh, and maybe you've heard this before, probably all of us have, is that, you know, find, again, find one thing that you love about what you're doing, okay, first of all, and stop resenting the fact that your hands are behind your back and that you're, you don't have, you know, autonomy in that way. Find the thing that you love passionately and just find one thing. Just If, if you can just find one thing about what you're doing, and how you're adding value, even if it's just connecting with people. And when you are with people or when you're connecting with them, you are brightening and demonstrating to them what a light looks like, to shine your light no matter where you are and what you do. And if you continue to do that, the universe will provide, right? The universe hears and sees that, and it, it elevates you to a level, a different vibration, so that you can attract that purposeful life that you want to have and will have. It's just a matter of, you know, it's like going to work with chains around you. Of course, you're not going to even be able to get your head up to be able to see the creation that you're creating. So my advice and my suggestion, and certainly I've done things in my life that I did not want to do, and I thought this is stupid, and I don't want to do this, and this is not my purpose. But I have, uh, I, I'm in transition. I'm in transition of allowing my purpose to come through fully, 100%, while I'm doing this other thing, adding value. And I know I'm adding value somewhere, somehow, 
And I choose to look at how I'm adding value no matter what I'm doing. So the people or the business or, you know, what, whoever you're communicating with, whoever you're talking to, you are adding value, whether it's going to the grocery store or whether you are, you know, in a cab or whether you're talking to a client or you're talking to your boss or whatever it is that you are adding value. And the minute you open up to that um, allowing, then, of course, that is what you're going to be vibrating. And, of course, you're going to start adding more and more value from the purpose of where you see your purpose is. Because, again, remember, precession, which is the effect of bodies in motion on other bodies in motion, which is Buckminster Fuller's philosophy, which is as long as you're adding value along the way, you are making a difference, whether you see it or not, whether you know it or not, whether you feel it or not. As long as you're adding value along your journey, along your goal, because your goal is not it. Your purpose, you're living your purpose. Your purpose is to add value, and you can add value in sweeping floors or living on a mountain. So my suggestion would be... My suggestion would be to add value, and the more you do that, the more it enlivens you and fills you up and allows you to flow with the knowing that you're adding value. And you're going to be able to be blessed to see, I'm sure you have been, to see the value that you have added so far, and you're going to be able to see more of that. But just know that, just know that as long as you're adding value along the way towards your journey, your purpose is really happening, whether you know it or not. <laughs> You know, we have all these yeah. lofty ideals, you know, we need to be out there changing the world, but sometimes changing the world can be, you know, one client at a time or one person that we're working with at a time, and and that's adding value, therefore we are on purpose. Does that help? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just reminding you, pre-session, everybody, so definitely uh, focus on that, honey, and I feel like... You're you're in the perfect place. You're doing great. You're adding value. Oh my God. Your hands. Come on. Okay. So hopefully that helped a little bit, everyone. And hopefully that will um give you some kind of a uh inspiration to say, Okay, I, I'm not, not as bad off as I thought. Now, I'm gonna give you several steps, a couple tools here before I leave here, on how to uh these are those Steps to mastery and being in the measure of being in the flow, being in that flow state, okay? The first step is to go beyond the ordinary limits. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to go beyond your limitations. Most of them are self-imposed. Allow yourself to create the miracles by going outside of your comfort zone. So go beyond those ordinary limits. If you find yourself saying, I should, or I can't, or I won't, or I don't, shift those words to I choose. I choose to. The second step is remove mediocrity. Everywhere in your life, just remove it. If if people are letting you slouch, if people are letting you or your company or whatever you're doing in your life is applauding your mediocrity, remove it. 
if you're with friends that are saying, hey, it's not that important, go seek, seek out some other friends as well, okay? Remove those things that keep you stuck and in a place of mediocrity. Another step is let go of the resentment towards masters. Okay, so if you see other people mastering their life, go be with them. If you want to be a master of anything, hang out with the people that are already masters without the resentment and without the judgment and without the attachment of why can't I be like that. If you let go of that resentment and allow yourself to just connect on a vibrational level with those people, it's sort of like, um, you know, it oozes. You know those you know those types. You know, I'm a master. I'm a master of a lot of things, and yet I'm also a kindergartner at other things. I couldn't tell you what to do with a computer. I mean, you know, I, I just i am not, that's not my masterful position. But I can, I'm a master at what I do in the workshops and teaching people and facilitating and just in the intuitive part especially. But I'm, I'm a kindergartner when it comes to technology. But I'm not going to resent the people that are masters at that. And that allows me to be in that space of masters and actually, maybe, I don't know, learn something. And do not compare. Do not compare yourself with the masters. Don't beat yourself up. Stop that. Stop comparing. Be open and receptive. That's another tool, really. Just be open and receptive to allowing the perfect, this or something better, this or something more. I'm open and receptive to learning. I choose to open up my filters. I'm not going to be so stuck in it being a certain way, a certain belief, a certain time, a certain person, a certain amount of money. Just be open and receptive allowing it to just open up your your little filters and commit to excellence. Again, if you find yourself doing things going, oh, it won't matter, what you're saying is, I don't matter. It won't matter if I show up. You're saying, I don't matter. It won't matter if I just let this one thing slide and I don't get it done. That means you don't matter. That means your word's not your bond. So if you commit to excellence in everything that you do, I don't care if it's, you know, using a toothbrush on a toilet or, again, if it's, you know, you're feeding thousands of people or whatever it is, commit to excellence in everything that you do. Do the best you can. And let go of the settling, which is removing that mediocrity. And the biggest thing of of on your way toward becoming a master and being in the flow of life and allowing that life force to flow through you is you've got to stop correcting. And uh, when you correct things, um, beating yourselves up. You just know that you are correcting things without invalidating yourself. The minute you invalidate yourself... And the minute you beat yourself up and say, I shoulda, woulda, coulda, it will absolutely 
send out a vibration of punishment, that guilt. So just make corrections, little corrections, little corrections without invalidating yourself, and that is a true masterful plan of allowing yourself to be the master of your life. So hopefully this was helpful to all of you. And those are great steps. And believe me, you guys are going to get this um, tomorrow. You'll be getting everybody who registered. You'll get a recording of this. You can listen to it again. It will also be on my website, uh, on my podcasts. You can go to the, any of the podcasts and pull those down on essenceofbeing.com. And next month, guess what? Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be November 21st. Remember, it's the third Wednesday of every month. We're live with the Power Hour, and guess what we're going to do? It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So we are going to be doing Family, Kill them or Eat them, Part 3. So I've done this series, this is the third year in a row now. So Family, Kill them or Eat them. So it's perfect because you're with family and Thanksgiving for a lot of you, and um, it's kind of a funny thing. Yes, it's a play on words, but it's also... Um, really about how can you hold your shape and be who you are when you are visiting or being with family and other people who may not see you the way that you see you, okay? Or maybe they do. So that's part three, meaning this is the third year in a row I've done that particular series. So join me then. It will be the night before Thanksgiving. I know you're going to be busy, but you'll have the registration. You'll have the recording and all of that. And I'll be somewhere else as well and out of town, but I'm going to be with you because guess what? I commit to excellence and my word is my bond. Okay? And speaking of, really I'm excited, everybody. I'm so excited about this Conscious Leadership Academy that I'm starting in January. Join us. It's a year-long membership of Conscious Leadership where you will be uh, in the membership of Conscious Leaders. And what we are doing, just a quick overview, and you can't find it anywhere on the website yet because it's still a secret, but I'm letting you know. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, four one-days live events, Essence of Abundance, Essence of Relationships, Essence of Communication, and Essence of Leadership, which are one-day live events in person. And, of course, if you haven't done Essence of Being, we're going to be doing four Essence of Beings next year as well, which is our three-day flagship experiential workshop, and uh, that's included. So in this membership, you get all of those workshops. If you're already a graduate of Essence of Being, you get a different rate for being in the membership, but you also get online support. I'll be, we'll be, doing, um, I'll be giving you little things to do, videos uh, every week of something to do about abundance leading up to the abundance class. I'll be giving you a little play sheet uh, once a month for uh, leading up to the relationships. I'm going to give you little things that you're going to get to do leading up to those live events. And you'll have an accountability group where you're going to be the leader. Because remember, we are building a global community and a global movement, okay, of conscious leaders creating a win-win world, empowering others. Okay, so that is what I'm all up to, and you're gonna—it's—it's it's a year-long uh, program 
that uh, is combined with online, so you can do that anywhere in the world, and we'll record everything for you. Uh, and, of course, those five live events throughout the year uh, that you can pick and choose, many different ones that will fit your schedule. So I'm just telling you about it. If you're interested, you can't go online right now and look for it, but you can email me, burge at essenceofbeing.com, and or call me at 888-455-66. That's 888-455-66, and that's toll-free. And you can call and say, hey, tell me more. I'm, I'm interested. I want to do it. I want to do it. And it keeps us connected throughout the year. And I'll still be doing my power calls just like I'm doing here, but this is a special group where we're going to have uh, some other special goodies that you get by being a part of this uh, big, big membership academy okay so uh that's my big announcement and that's the first time i've announced it on my power calls so you guys are the first so i'm going to go ahead and unmute you so we can say so long farewell avita say goodbye so you're all unmuted now hello everybody you're welcome thank you I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, next year. Yeah, the Conscious Leadership Academy. So just, guys, just email me, burge at essenceofbeing.com, or just call my 888-455-66, and I will tell you all about it. Like I said, you're not going to be able to really see it yet, but uh, I'll, I'll be able to send you some information, and we can go from there. And it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited about it, and I'm really excited about Mastery, all of you who are joining me for that. So. Uh, let's just say so long for now until we meet again. Uh, everybody, I don't like saying goodbye, so let's just say until we see each other. We'll see you later. See you later. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for an excellent presentation. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure and my purpose. I tell. And I will talk to you later.